Sitting on the pod, the ways look odd. What are you saying? West Ham's got snod, he didn't play. Let's get this episode underway. Kamara, are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. Welcome back to the Binge Podcast with myself, Kamara, Joey, Yo. Ben, What's up? And Kine. Hello. How is everyone? All right, man. Lockdown's eased up and all of that. So, you know, we're free. We can go out and play. Yeah, I'm good. No more queuing at the supermarket because everyone's at Primark. So, <laughs> good time. Yeah, yeah. And there's still a bit of summer left. The weather is okay. Okay. I'm going out to the park. It's all right. Yes. I think it's been nice. The weather over the last couple of days has actually been quite nice. So, hopefully it stays like this, you know, once the, you know, the quarantine times, are, you know, lifts and that. Listen, I need to top up my tent. I, I'm like sun kissed, so I need to get that rest of that summer still going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Matic. All right, so first episode done. Done no, done no. Shout out all the followers that followed and that. Yeah. Um, shout out everyone that showed love as well. We appreciate, appreciate that, guys. You. Appreciate that. So we made it to round two, guys. Big up, big up. We feel the love. Jeez. All right, so what's on the agenda today? What, what, what's today then? Um, so for this episode, we're going to be talking about a Netflix original TV show called Sex Education. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> no, 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 that's the, that's the wrong song. It's Sex Education Classy. You know, you know, yeah, so as we all know, if you have seen it or you haven't seen it, this is going to be a spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, I'm so sorry but we're going to be spilling all the tea on what's going to be happening in this show. So Sex Education is two teens, but also a group of other teens that all go to a high school called Mordell High. And basically two teens basically start a sex therapist, sex slash sex advice business, and they basically give sex advice to their fellow, you know, fellow classmates, basically. And it basically just revolves around that, basically. So, yeah. So, leading off that, one of our main characters is Otis. So, as the whole show revolves around sex education and sex advice, would you go to someone like Otis to get sex advice? No way. A fellow <laughs> classmate, like... No way. Who would go to a fellow classmate? Like, you know that information is not staying be- between them four walls. So, I wouldn't personally. Otis as well. To go to someone like Otis, I can't lie. If if it was like the confessional type and I didn't like see him, it would have been like, all right, cool. But if I saw him, I would instantly think, uh, bruv, have you even lips the girl? Like? <laughs> 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 Are you doing bad advice? Like, so Well, to be fair, I think it went quite well. And I think the only reason why I think it went so well is because He's one of those people that isn't popular, but he's not popular, but he, he he's like that weird phase where everyone knows who he is, but he's not popular enough for anyone to care about his thoughts. And I think that's probably <laughs> why it kind of worked because like he was just that guy that everyone knew, but 
yeah, like you always have that one person that everyone knows, but he's just cool. And I think he's a good person to go through for advice just because his mum is a sex therapist. So he just kind of knows that knowledge. That's that's going to help, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so how, how did you get into this stuff? Oh, yeah, well, my mum does it. Well, fair, fair enough then. So you guys, hey, look, let's be honest here, guys. What do you guys think of his mum? Because his mum moves mad. Like, if my mum was like his mum, oh, I don't even know. I think I'll just leave. I'll just leave home. I'll be like, you know what, mum? You do you, I'll do me. Because <laughs> she's coming home with a next guy every other day. She, she's got weird couples coming and talking about their fetishes. There's pictures of penises and vaginas everywhere and stuff. Like... Mm-mm. And then anyone who comes around from his school for like homework wise, they stick it on his mum because she's paying. They're like, yeah. oh, your, your mum's national. I'm it's like, oh, stress, stress. And he has to take down all them sculptures and statues and stuff just when people are coming over. Imagine that. That's so long. And his mum's so intrusive. Like, mm. imagine going to your friend's house and your mum's like, yeah, what are you guys up to? Like, what you do? like you're not you're gonna be like, uh, what's what's, your, what's wrong with your mum? Like, yeah. <laughs> <tell us everyone. laughs> like, it's so weird. And because when we meet Otis, obviously the guy's having issues with how do you say it nicely? Podcast appropriate. He can't get himself off in it. So <laughs> I don't know. So he his mum's trying to get to the bottom of it, and it's so weird. Like. I don't know. But I guess for her, she thinks it's a natural thing just, but I guess she kind of mixes her professional life with her personal life. Mm-hmm. And she's quite intrusive. Like, as your mum, you don't expect your mum to be like, Otis, so how is everything going right now? I know that you've been leaving tissues, but, you know, there's not really much going on there. Like, that is not right. But I think this is where it's like, there's a blurred line between her job who don't do that though everyone brings their their like job into their social life do you get what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and her office is in the house so yeah <laughs> but do you know how awkward that is like i can't lie yeah you like imagine your mum knocks on your door she's like oh yeah can i just have a quick chat and you're thinking uh yeah what did i do like i didn't wash that enough i didn't and she's like I noticed that you don't masturbate. What? <laughs> Sorry. In it. In it. Like, oh, I think you're in the wrong room. I think you need to leave. Nah, trust. Trust. Like, but the thing is, yeah, it shows you their relationship because, right, so he has a problem with busting or not, okay? Because if he, he, he experienced something peak when he was a kid because he, he witnessed his dad cheating on his mom and which is obviously going to mess anyone up. So anytime he gets close to, to being aroused, he, he he just freaks out because he thinks of that. Okay, cool. But it shows the relationship between him and his mom because he feels like he needs to fake him masturbating <laughs> True. To, just to make him seem normal. So mad. Like his mom would know that anyway. Like his mom would know that he, 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 he masturbates. Like, who, what? Like, listen, that's one of those conversations you never have with your mom. Oh, yeah, mom, you know when I was a teenager and you used to live back at home with you? Like, did you know that? I, come on. That, no, no, no. You, no one has that conversation. So she clocked that he's faking it. And that's when you're right, Joel. She sticks it on him and she's like, I understand that you're pretending <laughs> to masturbate. Oh, I'd stress. I'd, I'd freak out. 
I'd freak out. It is stress, you know. On top of being in sixth form and being a loser at school, that's hella stress. <laughs> like you already got enough on your plate. But the universe ain't being kind to you. And then you have your mom on your case, but <laughs> mm, mm. well let's like let's go back a little bit then. So we're saying Otis started up a um sex therapist thing, sex education, yeah, in school. Now he accidentally fell into this, isn't it? Am I, am I correct? Because so he was doing homework for Adam, which we just spoke about. Adam is the school bully. Yeah, a bit of a drip. No one actually likes him. Uh, and his dad's the head teacher. To get what I mean? So he's that guy. He doesn't do any work. So he's got Otis to do some homework for him. What happens? He comes around to Otis's house, clocks all these penises and stuff. <laughs> and then he goes... He's like, bruv, why has your mum got a sex dungeon? <laughs> and obviously he's like, it's not, it's not. And then like, bruv, why don't you tell me your mum's hot? And he was like, what? <laughs> so then when he, he had an issue, so he's going out with, what's, what's his girl's name? Um, he's with Lily. No, not Lily. No, Amy. 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 Amy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one with the... Um... The big teeth. Yeah, a bit ditzy. <laughs> <laughs> so like what? His issues with her, innit? What's what's his issue again? Doesn't he have issues like, you know... Finishing off. Finishing off. That's the gra- That's the right word. So doesn't he go to... Um, he goes to Otis' house to get the um, homework, but then he finds out that his mum is actually a sex therapist and doesn't he ask him for advice? And then that's where that triggers that whole business and then Otis helps him with that whole sh- stuff, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, he, had an, he has an issue with his girl... Where he, he he can't he can't bust either. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so then he's like, you know what? Let me just ask Otis because he's like he has done he does he goes. How what happened? Remind he goes me. Was crazy. Was he in school? Yeah, he goes crazy. Was he in school? I'm pretty sure that he was doing a thing in in like one of these classrooms that wasn't that was freed up. Yeah, and he went all mad or saying, and then he just freaked out. So Otis ended up having a chat with him. In that weird abandoned, oh, rundown toilet. Yeah. Do you know what yes. I remembered? He took yeah, yeah. Viagra. That's what I remember. He took it, and it was there. it was erected for a very, very, oh, very long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Very, 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 very. Long I like. Yeah. So that I forgot about that. Yeah. So then he went a bit mad, and then everyone in the canteen saw it, and it's apparently, allegedly super super massive so everyone was really surprised yeah my guy's got a third leg <laughs> <laughs> they did, how did they describe it uh, like a two coke cans two coke cans but yeah so he was the reason he was the reason why it was a success yeah the, it started yeah. yeah see but the thing is if you clock yeah Otis is lucky because he got the skills from his mum. Now, he was all good to just give advice because obviously Otis is that, as you guys would say, irrelevant guy in school. Mm. But then someone comes along and they're like, yo, cuz, you know, we can make peas out of this. <laughs> and that's when it all begins, right? Yeah, exactly. Introducing May. Our brains behind the, the whole business. bad girl, isn't it? But she's not really a bad girl. Yeah, she's fronting, man. She's she's, yeah, she's funny and she's so like 
just herself, unapologetically herself, even though everyone wants to get under her skin and she's a very bright girl. Clearly, mm. that's why they're making money. Like, people are paying them £20 for a little session. It's like a 10-minute session. So, they were getting money. <laughs> yeah, they were getting money. Um, that's a good Nando's meal, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for two. For a chat. Dessert, bro. Like, Trust. Trust. So, she, yeah, she's the brains behind it. But Let's, let's be real, yeah. Like, describing who she is, yeah. Maeve is that girl that people secretly fancy, in it? Like, they're like, mm. oh, yeah, I like Maeve. But they won't say nothing because all these rumours that got spread around about her, making her look like a bad person and da-da-da-da-da. They're like, I, I ain't saying to no one that I think she's nice, da 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 But if she stuck it on them, hands down, they'd be like, they'll crumble. Mm. They, would cr- they would crumble massively. Any day. Of course, she had, like, what? Mm. She had, like, Jackson... On a on a leash, Jackson was all all there. Yeah, how, how did they get together? They, they just, they just stumbled across. They just stumbled yeah. across each other, didn't they? No, 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 no. Didn't Otis wait? Did Otis set them up, or did Otis just mend? No, nah, remember them in the car doing their own thing. I think it was oh. a thing before we got introduced to them, right? Yeah, they we just we just saw that. Yeah, they had a thing, and then he was all of a sudden like, "I wanted to be my girlfriend." Mm, I can't remember what it was. I, I, I think it's something to, to do with um, the house party at the beginning, the one mm. where where Eric was sucking off a banana. Um, <laughs> I think because they went up, they went upstairs and they went upstairs and did a thing. But I think in school, you know, the ones where you pass corridor and they and they and they, and they uh, connect eyes. Yeah. It was them ones, them ones, and I think that's when she was. I, Pretty sure she turned around to him and was just like, "Yeah, what? What? Is it, you know what you saying?" And he was, he was like, "All right, all right." And that was it. So they did it, but then she was literally just doing it to just enjoy herself. But then he, yeah, he caught feelings, man. Yeah, she was happy for it to stay on the down low, and because I think because of who he is in the school as well, like he's the star athlete in the school, and everybody loves him and he's friends with everyone. So I think that. Initially, it didn't sound like a good idea, but hey, he went head over heels. Yeah, and I think also because, like, like you said, Kine, like he is the clock, like the school athlete, the popular guy, and Mavis just chill, man. She's that, like, she don't, she's not really about that life. Like, mm-hmm. she just wants to go to school, chat to her mates, Amy, and <laughs> you know, do her work and do her time. Like, come like prison, like come do your time and you leave. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what she was about. And I think, I don't know, I just feel like Jackson was just was on another thing and she wasn't feeling it. No. But yeah. He was causing it. They were good while it lasted. Yeah. But I appreciate that they showed her backstory as well because obviously with Maeve, she had a lot of responsibility that we didn't even clock mm. until obviously they introduced it to us because when she was making all the money and everything, now, I don't know about you guys, but... To me, if I'm making money at that age, I'm looking to buy PlayStation games <laughs> or I'm looking to obviously go choice. You know, choice. But obviously, behind the scenes, maybe it's trying to pay rent and that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, mm. okay, yeah, no, nah, there's clearly something about this girl here. Like, she's got her head screwed on. She's smart, but she's just frosty. That's what it is. She doesn't like talking to people. That's what it is. Yeah, but that's that's the reason why I think everyone rates her though still because she's one of those ones where she knows everyone bad mouths her. She knows 
that that's the case. But she does us. She just does her. She's bare smart. She earns money from doing homework because she's that smart. But no one in the school actually clocks it. Then she then she clocks this business with Otis, and she's like, "Cool, more money, say nothing." But she's had a hard life, so therefore mm. she has she has to live, she has to pay rent because she's got her own little place, a caravan, even. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, fair play, man. She she know you know people like that who know how to, know how to graft always will will should go f- far in life because they know how to do it the hard way. But I mean, guys, pff, Otis Otis caught feels, man. Quick, early on. Yeah, he, do you know, ugh, him and Maeve, yeah, it's annoying because, like, they had so much opportunities in the in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they had to do that typical thing where, it, like, the, there's a secret that is going to ruin it all, like, Jackson going to Otis to get Maeve, and he tried to manipulate the situation, but unfortunately, it didn't work out in his favour, like, and what sixth form do you go see boys singing in the canteen to get girls? And it works. It's <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. But we love Maeve, so I get it. I get it. And it was so obvious. I don't know why she ignored it. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely annoying because like it's like you said, it, like you were just kind of waiting for it to happen. But even when he was setting up um Jackson, it was kind of like fam, like just turn around to the girl and say, you know, do you know what? I'm feeling you, we said. But it's like, the thing is, there are people like that and like they haven't got the confidence. So it's like, I would rather indirectly set someone up knowing that it's not going to work out and then try and be Superman. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, bro, if you just said, yeah, I'm feeling you, we saying, you would have had your chance and it would have been patterned from early, but what would you do? For me, I'll face my books, bruv. I'll study for my next step. No, I'm joking. In all fairness, um, yeah, I would just stick it on her. Like, you, got like, conf- you got confidence, yeah? Yeah, bruv. I'll be like, this is how I'm feeling. What are you saying? And if she's like, yeah. no, I'm like, oh, okay then. Right. Yeah, but Maeve, right? <laughs> as, as a woman like Maeve, yeah, and you know how Otis is, she should have shot her shot, to be honest. She left it too late. She left it way too late. In this 2020 girl... But she wasn't clocking how her relationship with Otis was was blossoming. So obviously now for Otis's perspective, some girl who is class as hot, but has just, and no one wants to mess with because she will just bang you in your face. She's come up to him, approached him for the business. He's like, rah, this girl's giving me attention. Equal feels quick, of course. So that makes sense. Does it not make sense? Like, so of course he's going to catch feelings. Like some girl that's never spoken to you before and she's one of the hottest girls in school and now she's like with you all the time and you guys are getting on, you, you're going to start fancying her, isn't it? But the thing is, sorry, but the thing is, you, you said a key point there. She'll bang him in the face. Now, <laughs> I feel like the main reason he didn't slap it on her is because he was intimidated. Like he's yeah. probably thinking... If I say to this girl, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> you're nice. What are you saying? She might just right hook me and that's my whole school career done because I'm on the floor, KO. <laughs> Trust. True. Trust. But I, she's, intim- she's intimidating, but she's got a front on her. And that's, I, well, I don't know you guys, but getting deep, but that's like a defence mechanism, surely, because yeah. of just 
her lifestyle. It is. And I think the good thing is that they helped us explore her life and we see why she's like that. Because mm. this girl's family, like, neglected mm-hmm. her. They tried to... Re- they got kicked out of school, remember? And see, like, her brother came selling drugs at the school prom or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... I was kind of a fan of her and Jackson, though. Was you? Yeah. I'll tell you why, right? You think that Jack... Because Maeve is a fronter, right? Jackson is also a fronter. Because let's be honest, Jackson was going through it. Like, he had a lot of pressures on him from his parents, from, like, a whole I'm the man in school perspective. He had a lot. And... You know, he kind of had to juggle all of that and keep up appearances. Little did you know he's, like, suffering inside. The thing is, yeah, he he clocked as well early that Otis was feeling Maeve. Then he clocked that Maeve was feeling Otis in the end, even though she didn't really know that she was. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> for, for, yeah, for him, it was just a stressful time, isn't it? I mean someone who's expected to perform continuously in, in swimming. That's what he did, swimming, isn't it? Yeah. For the, mm-hmm. for the school. Pressure all the time. And then one one of his mums is like his coach. He was just on his case by stress. I think Maeve made him feel normal. And I think that's yeah. why he also liked being with Maeve because mm-hmm. he kind of was just a normal person with Maeve. He wasn't the athlete. He wasn't, do you know what I mean? He didn't have all those pressures. Wait, who? Jackson, Jackson or Otis? Jackson. So Jackson felt normal when he was with uh, Maeve because she was just a normal girl. She didn't, she wasn't popular. You know, she's just normal. And I think she made him feel normal and kind of mm-hmm. allowed him to escape from, I don't know, just from the whole really? swimming and the whole thing. And I think, but the one thing I did notice that once they kind of split, you notice how he just kind of went down. It just went downhill for him in season two. Like yeah. it just went. That's when he decided to hurt his his. Is it was it his arm or something? His hand. He put his yeah. hand between weights in the gym to so she could not to prevent himself from swimming. In it, he didn't want to swim. But that's mad. Like you just slam it in a car door <laughs> instead. <laughs> you're slamming it between weights, bro. Right, listen, listen. I have put my fingers in a car door. Yeah, it's not great. I don't. I don't advise anyone to do that. <laughs> Yeah, but come on, it's either that or wait. Like, I've, I've, all right, quick, quick, quick little story, yeah. Obviously, I've slammed my thumb in the car door and my whole thumbnail came off, yeah. I had no nail on my thumb. However, I can tell you now, yeah, I've had a weight drop on my foot. I would much (laughs) prefer a car door. Much prefer a car door. Listen, listen, I, I mean, I hear you. Sorry, little side story, side story as well. But when I shut my fingers in the car, It was my granddad's car, and my granddad's deaf, and he started driving off. So therefore, I was I was running along with the car with my hand in the car door, hanging on, hanging on the window, saying, "Granddad, Granddad, stop the car!" Josh. <laughs> so, look out the window. These these times, he, he clocked me and took me to the hospital. He was peeing, bro. Oh no. <laughs> no! Do you know what? I think Jackson would have taken any of these options, you know, because he just wanted a way out. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't care. He just needed a quick route. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and, like, it's good that we. It's good that they had that conversation going because honestly, when you're young and you're and you feel like the world is like the weight of the world on your shoulders, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want a temporary, like, I think you wanted that temporary break to just explore doing other things and having fun in other things. So yeah. I mean, it was a painful, painful way of doing it. But his mum is on his back, like. I think in the end, it was good for him. Like, mm-hmm. although I wouldn't advise anyone to put weights on their hands. Yeah, disclaimer do for that. Don't do it. But don't do it. I think overall, like, we see that he was able to do something different and actually find out that he actually liked other things and he f- actually felt normal and he had to have, you know, he had that conversation with his mom. And I think overall, I think it was good. And I think he got to also meet other other classmates that he probably wouldn't have met when he was doing that the drama. True. But like Lily, for example, he would like him and Lily would never cross paths. But when they did that, that's how they met. So yeah. Shout out to Lily though. We love Lily. Sorry. I want to say a quick shout out to Lily. In it, shout so, out hold to Lily. Lily. So rewind a little. Lily was actually one of Otis and Maeve's clients at the, at the beginning. And that's how we got introduced to her, isn't it? Yeah. So her problem was a very reasonably simple problem, which was that she just wanted to lose her virginity. Yeah, she was desperate, <laughs> like. So she was trying to everyone. <laughs> so she went to Otis's home and then she just got naked. I always had a panic attack, bruv. Yeah, he was like... His mum had to come in the room. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that's so peak. So, Lily, yeah. she Poor thing. Like, she really, really tried. And the moment she was about to, she found out she had an issue of her... Like, her, she mentally wanted it, but her body physically wouldn't do it. Um, Hold on, did she try with Eric as well? Yeah, she did. She tried yeah. with Eric. Remember? And Eric was yeah. like, I'm gay. And he was just like, Eric, Eric laughed at her. He was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like, I'm gay. Like, and she was like, oh, really? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> still tried though, innit? Okay. Yeah. She was just trying. Everyone, man. I man. I think when she realised, yeah, there was a problem, I think it was near the end of season one. One, yeah. And she approached that guy at the dance and he was like growling at her and she was growling, yeah. growling at her and she was like, <laughs> I was like, right, okay. And then like there was, she, cause she's got some weird fetishes of like tentacles and aliens and things. And um, after they was dressed up as something dodgy from Star Trek or something, I don't know. And then they were about to do it and she started freaking out and she was in pain and yeah, she was, what was it, Kanae? She was realising that her body was just her not Her body on it. wouldn't let her do it. Um, mm. Yeah, but that's when we found out Otis was really in, into the job. Like, he was doing research. Yeah, it's true. He tried to give her answers. Um, but, you know, season two was a big journey for Lily as well, I think. Because somebody fell in love with her. And, well, I don't want to say love. But somebody was there for her and, like, wanted to work through it. And I think she kind of got there. Yeah. And I guess that kind of leads us into, as you said, Lily finds someone, but I think it was quite questionable because I don't know if she realised if she liked her back at that time. It was kind of like a friendship thing with Ola. Mm -hmm. And I think Ola Ola was kind of... I think it was just a different perspective for her. I don't think she ever thought I could like my friend Mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. It was just... To be fair, I'm not going to be... I was quite surprised... When Ola kissed her, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, right, okay. It's, it's just, just, it's just yeah. the root. Like, do you know, right, okay, cool. 
But I think even like talking about Ola, because how we're introduced to her is she is, is it Jakob's daughter? My and, and Jakob comes to fix something in Otis's mum's house, which is Jean. And that's how we get introduced to um, Jakob and also Ola. And then we kind of see the whole blossom of, I guess, Ola and potentially Otis at the end of season one. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit wild. I always felt like that was forced. Like, I always <laughs> felt like Ola and Otis was just forced. But along with that, I, it's just weird, like, because obviously going into the season, uh, season two, Ola and Otis, they're doing their thing. But Jakob and Otis's mum, Jean, they start doing the thing. And that is when like the situation gets a bit wild. Because how wait, how did they clock it again? Well, Ola and Otis were gonna do it for the first time. And then was there noise or something like that? And then they go downstairs and it's Otis's mum and Ola's dad. On the sofa, right? Uh, yeah, and then I think they start screaming. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's mad. I think that's how it went. I think so. Yeah, like I think I f- I'm pretty sure Otis. They just walked walked in on him, and he just like freaking out, and he walked out the house. And I think to be fair, Ola was quite cool, but but yeah. he was a bit. I think for him, because he's an awkward person, he's like, bro, I'm finally like cracking on with a girl who likes me. And you're potentially going to mess this up. Do you get what mm. I mean? But I mean, obviously he was like in Maeve at the beginning. Yeah. So he decided that it's a myth between him and Maeve. And I think the business started flopping. There was there was politicals to go on, I'm saying. And then like, she was too busy with Jackson. So yeah, as you said, Joel, he try to flop it for Jackson because Jackson approached him and was like, I'll pay you to help me give advice of how to get with Maeve because you know Maeve the best. So he was like, hmm. And even Eric was like, use this as your advantage because Eric knew that he was feeling Maeve too. And then he, um, he was like, I right, cool. Be romantic. Be this guy that everything that she's always cussed. But she, it just showed that really she is deep down that girl who does like a bit of romance because that's when he started singing in school. And then she was like, yeah. And that was it. That's when it became an item, innit? So he was like, you know what, whatever, whatever. And that, and that's when, obviously, we lead on to um, how we then clocked that Jackson started clocking that May started liking him and da, 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 da. But we'll get to that. But how would you feel if you walked into the canteen? My guy's on the table singing <laughs> how much he loves a girl. Do you know what I mean? What's, what was it? I can't remember what was the song. Some bait song, was it? It wasn't Buttercup, was it? Why do you build me up? No, it wasn't that one, was it? Nothing. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. If I saw someone like Jackson on the table singing like that, I'd be like, uh... And you know you know the ones where you think, is he singing to me? Like, I'd be looking around like, oh, like, who's he singing to? That's nice. And then he points at her at one point, and I'd be like, that's, for me, that is so embarrassing. I don't know, for me, I'm kind of like... I, I get quite shy, so that would be embarrassing. Like, I would be like, uh... but girls, girls, let me ask you. Come on. Some guy, popular guy, good looking, he stuck it on you. You can't just walk away. Yeah, you know I mean, what are you going to do? Would you discreetly deny him? 
nah. If I was like seventeen and that happened, I think I'd cry, you know, because I don't, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't think I would have liked that. And everyone's phones are out and everyone's staring at you. I think I'd cry. Do you know? It reminds me of you know when you in the you like in like America when they do prom. And yeah, the prom. That's what you remind me of. Nah, get nah, out. I can't. Nah. That's not I can't, for me. Yeah, but I mean, it worked for Maeve, so hey. But I mean, Eric, guys, listen. I feel like we haven't given him enough. Let's, let's talk about Eric because I feel like we haven't given him his justice. For me, I really like what they did with Eric because I feel like that they showed his whole journey of his family kind of like learning to accept who he is and his sexuality. Um, on top of that, obviously, there were times where he wore makeup. Um, there were times where he dressed up because they were going mm. to a party and all that. And obviously, Otis snaked him. And mm. then, unfortunately, he got beaten up mm. by some homophobic pricks. But yeah, that that was that. Um, but the thing that I like about Eric is he stands strong. Like, no matter what happens, even with Adam. So, yeah, we spoke about earlier, Adam was obviously with Amy. But Adam was like, well... I don't know if he is he gay or is he bisexual. He's bi. I think he's bi because he was looking at the man and the woman. That no, he's gay. Huh? He's gay. I think he's bisexual. Oh really? Oh, he's bi. I I tell you why he's gay. Right. One, he his original problem was that he couldn't bust. Don't forget his girl's supposed to be paying as well, right? Two, when he when he was trying to get himself off. He was contemplating whether to look at the man or look at the woman on the picture on the wall. And then he ended up just looking at the man and that's how he managed to bust. Three, as you're about to mention, he moved to... The whole reason why he was a bit of a knobhead to Eric was because he was feeling Eric. Do you get what I mean? And in the end, he moved to him. Do you get what I mean? So, he's gay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be honest, with all those points... Yeah. I have to agree with you there. Like, that's straight facts. Straight facts. And the thing is, I like how Eric handled that because Adam done that whole, you know, that whole typical story where you hear, oh, yeah, when you're young, if someone bullies you, it means they fancy you. <laughs> yeah, that's what Adam was doing, all that nonsense. So Eric wasn't having it. And then the scene that really caught me off guard, yeah, them man are in detention <laughs> and they're brawling, like actual fist to face brawling, then they start lipsing. Oh, I allow it. Like no one can just walk in any moment, any second, any day. Like- Hold on. Let's just let's just let's just cl- clarify what actually happened, yeah. So you you're right, Joel. They were brawling, they were pushing each other into the drum sets and that it was a madness. <laughs> I think I think Eric then spat in his face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like he pinned him down on the floor and then Brother, it was like one of those typical the notebook kind of scenes where they have a moment and they just stare at each other's eyes. But I think Eric was more like, "Brother, why are you looking at me?" And then, and then, and I kissed him. I was like, "Raw." Listen, I don't think no one saw that coming. I, I don't did. think no one saw that coming. I, I think, yeah, personally, I think I knew that he liked him from the way he was beating him up. Nah, no. Nah. I didn't think in that moment that's what was going to happen, but I knew that he liked him. Mm. Well, maybe what? Not on a romantic way, though. 
like maybe he did like him but didn't want to be seen as liking him yeah. as a person yeah do you know what i mean but i did not feel like he was filling him in that way bro he the first literally the, one of the first scenes in the whole show he was smashing his girl doggy style do you know what i'm saying like i wasn't gonna be thinking yeah he's gonna be moving to eric later on do you know what i'm saying but then what did he do he moved from his lips down do you know what i mean he went down i was like <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I think Eric was happy after that. Yeah, he was confused. And I think he used that as an excuse to be like, oh, this is why he was beating me up. And then he just sympathised with Adam. And yeah. But it's a complicated relationship because we learned that he's, like, Adam's just jealous of the freedom and free spirit that yeah. he, um, what's his face, that Eric has. So, yeah. and especially because his dad's a friggin' bully. Like, he bullies him at home, bullies him at school. That's an awesome. In it, And then Eric and his dad, his dad, they have an understanding. And his dad just wants to protect him from the way people are going to treat him. Um, so, we learned that. And I think it's important that they showed that journey. But who knows what's next for them. So, hold on. All this happened, yeah. After Otis did a madness at the party, got waved, lost his girl, Allah. She, she went off. Lost Maeve, and obviously that guy in the wheelchair was there too, just whispering nonsense in Maeve's ear, causing more problems for Otis. That guy, listen, no one likes him. Do you know what I mean? He's hated because the way he was just messing things up for Otis and that. Uh, listen, I just think the guy's out of order, bro. He needs a little. He needs a little. He is out of order. Yeah, I I want to see what happens. Because remember, at the end of season two, um, doesn't Otis um, text or call Maeve and he deletes the message? Yeah, he gave her a so, nice apology. I would like to see what's going to happen with that now because obviously, two twos, we know that it's going to get exposed. So it's just how it's going to get exposed. That's what I'm going to be interested about. We hope it gets exposed. Uh, well, so the thing is, right, with this guy in the wheelchair, he's smart, yeah, because obviously. He's a cheeky guy. Like, he's a cheeky guy. And he does... Where he knows that, obviously, he's in the wheelchair, he uses that as well mm-hmm. against Maeve. And the way how he finesses Maeve... I don't know how you not say that. Maeve didn't clock... Like, how do you not clock it? This guy is on your case 24-7. Oh, oh am I coming to the party then? Oh, oh and well, I'm going to come to your... Bro, this guy's always got something. Like, he's always trying to spend time with Maeve. True, true. This Isaac you he is some demon fam. How is he um, he snitch on um, Maeve's mum? He had Maeve thinking that her mum's back on drugs. So she called the child services and they took away her little sister. But it turns out her mum was clean. She just remember she was crying. But she still had the drugs though. Yeah, but she did she didn't take it. I think if if there was a conversation it would have went differently, but that wouldn't make good TV in it. So it's peak, like it's peak, like not being funny. Like ugh, I don't know, it's difficult, really, and it? it people go through different things. But yeah. she's come back, tried to make amends with with Maeve. She's got a little daughter, and she's too busy around drugs and stuff. It's 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 peak. But to be fair, this gets on to what I wanted to say. Overall, the reason sex education is funny and everything, and we get and we jokes, but it touches a lot of moments yeah. in people's life that people can relate to. 
from a youth perspective mm-hmm. and it's like a different version of like skins from back in the day on like e4 mm. do you know what i mean like even amy like she has a very privileged life but a little bit naive in some areas and she had a difficulty in that episode wasn't she when she got sexually abused on the bus and then i think it was it was very strong it was a strong movement of where all the girls backed her Maeve especially supported her as a as a, um, her best friend to go to the police and then um <laughs> and yeah they like they supported her and backed her and that kind of unified all those individual girls that may necessarily may not necessarily unify in other circumstances mm-hmm. to go I'm saying um and then like also season one we forgot like Maeve had an abortion bruv yeah to get what I'm saying, like there were some real things. So overall, like syndication's jokes, but it's it's deep at the same time because we can relate, you know. Yeah. I think something to agree on is that they normalize things, they don't make it a massive deal. Like today's episode is about she got sexually harassed and that's it. Like it's normalized and it showed that it's developing. Like she can't get on the bus. Every time she steps on the bus, she sees the guy, and it's like it's good that she had that you like that unity in that one episode. All the girls that hate each other, unfortunately, came together because they've all had similar experiences. So I just like how it's all normalized. So I I really appreciate how they normalize things because it is everyday struggles. Like we don't know what people are going through, especially during that period of your life where you're kind of crossing over into that teen adult life where you're still finding yourself and it touches on obviously um just like for example curtis i always say curtis who's curtis again eric i always call him curtis you know what anyway there's someone called curtis you're on my mind but i'll find you one day but yeah so eric um him obviously being a young black gay man and having to come out to his family and be so bold with it then you've got like adam who can't come out or doesn't feel like he can come out. So it does touch on so many different things. And you've got um, the two the two mums that raise, uh, what's his name? Jackson. 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 So you've got Jackson with two mums, but then you've also got the whole vision of um, Otis, obviously growing up with his mum being a single parent, but mm-hmm. still having his dad. And his, like there's so many mm-hmm. things in the show that so many of us can relate to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to highlight how, like Kine said, they've normalised it and they haven't made it seem like, oh, if this has happened to you, <laughs> then, you know, you're like one in a million. No, brother, it happens so often mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are in all these situations. And the whole Amy situation, I appreciate how Maeve in particular pushed Amy to speak up about it because mm-hmm. you get so many of these situations where, Girls think, oh, yeah, like, people are either going to think I'm trying to shit or girls think, oh, like, it's a minor, like, mm-hmm. I don't really need to talk about it. But it's only when May prompted her to, look, you need to do something about it, that's when she started to deal with it. Because if you remember before, like, Kine was saying, she couldn't go on the bus, she would make a long walk yeah. instead of catching the bus. Do you know how long that is? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, when she was out and about, she would see, like, flashbacks of the guy so and the fact that all the girls had her back I, that was lit mm. so big upset mm. 
for that because they're they're hitting these points that need to be discussed. Yeah, so mm. carrying on from what um, Jerry said, like even showing the whole single parent, like a good, I think a good representative that a lot of people don't see is the single father. We've got Jakob yeah. and Ola. We haven't even mentioned that, like just seeing that and the relationship between them as well was really good to see. And then also, like we also touched, I think all of us have touched on Adam and that whole finding yourself and finding out your sexuality and, you know, just the discovery phase. And yeah, I think it's literally, the title explains exactly what the show is about. It's sex education. It's educating us about sex, life, the whole bit. And that is what the show talks about. The show like touches on relationships, sexuality, um, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's really good. Like, although it's, it's, I think it's so funny and like I definitely agree with Kine, like it normalizes so many things and it does it on a light-hearted way. It mm-hmm. teaches us, it educates us, but it does it in a fun way and it kind of, we know that these things happen all the time. So yeah, so to round it up, who would you say is your favorite and least favorite character, Ben? Let's start with you. Right, pressure. Um... <laughs> Least favourite, easy, uh, I would say is Mr. Groff. Um, favourite characters. Now, all the main ones, like, I do like Adam. I do like um, Eric. I was about to say Curtis because you got it in my head now, Joel. Uh, <laughs> Shout out, Curtis. <laughs> but, <laughs> whoever you are. But um, I like the music teacher, bruv. Love the music teacher. Wait, wait, wait. The music teacher. Oh, yeah, Colin. Yeah, Colin. Colin. Big up Colin. I, I don't want to state the obvious because everybody knows I love Eric, but I actually like Jakob. Like, initially, I thought he was going to be what he isn't. Like, he's so nice. And even though he was settling up in the house really, really quickly with coins everywhere, I really liked him. Um, I don't like Mr. Groff. I don't really like Adam either. I mean, I understand his pain and his journey, but it's not for me. Oh, uh, I think I have to agree with Kine there, to be honest, because Jakob is very, he's a straight shooter. So you see what you get with Jakob and he's very, yeah, like he doesn't like to play games. He's just there. He does his thing. Um, you don't know I don't like Adam, of course, <laughs> but I'm going to say Otis's dad. So obviously we haven't spoken much about Otis's dad, but I don't like him because he's just a fake, bro. Like he's a fronter. And the thing is as well with him, he he doesn't own up to all his mistakes and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. And he doesn't like, yeah, he, he just doesn't own it. And that's what I don't like about him. He's just a picture, like trying to paint a picture of, how he thinks everything is. But what about yourself? Um, So I think like Kine, we all know Eric is one of my faves as well. But I will also say Maeve. I really mm. like Maeve. She's one of my favourite characters. I just love the type of person she is. She's so, I don't know, she's just, she's, she seems so like frosty on the outside, but she's actually a really nice girl and she's so smart. 
I don't know, she's just so loyal. I just love the kind of girl power that she had with Amy. So I think that's what kind of made me love her so much. I would say my least favourite character will probably be Adam's dad. I despise him. I do not like him. I don't like how he treated Adam's mum. While well, going to add, yes, Adam's mum. Yeah, she's one of my faves as well. She became my fave at the end of season two. But um, yeah, so to summarise, how would you sell it in like three words? Kine? Educational. Funny. And necessary. Joey? Relatable. Inclusive. Mm. And sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm debating between the word sex and awkward. <laughs> yeah. Ben? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I would summarize it as funny, relatable, and heartfelt. Nice. I I summarize it. So, yeah. So. We've all been watching Sex Education, but what else have we been all watching? Joey? Um, at the minute, I am just about to finish Gangs of London. Yes, I know I'm a little bit late. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's all right. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, but I'm also in the middle of season three of Killing Eve, which I must admit, not what I expected. Like, I smashed through the whole... Season one, two, now I'm on the third. It really wasn't what I expected in terms of how the characters are and, yeah, just in general what the show's about. So, um, yeah, if you haven't, make sure you go check it out. Ben? I mean, I started watching Killing Eve from the beginning again because last time I watched it, I was pretty dazed on Cocodamore from my operation <laughs> so i mean it, it tripped me out a little bit but yeah i'm i'm, I'm going over killing eve again it's cool i'm enjoying it um so yeah hopefully i'll catch up and be up to date real soon can i um i started watching a show on bbc um called i may destroy you which right. is Ooh. Yeah, a British TV show. I don't know if anyone ever watched Chewing Gum on Channel 4, but the girl that made that and stars in that made this and stars in this as well. Um, it's pretty interesting. So we'll see how it goes. What are you watching, Kamara? Yeah, so I just finished watching Insecure season... I can't remember, season four, season three, but... Four, yeah, yeah, that was an... I think so. But yeah, so I've just finished watching that. And in the midst of that, I've also been watching um, The Last Dance. Mm. So, yeah, so so far, so good. I guess that's the end of our second episode, guys. Um, you've been listening to myself, Kamara, Ben, Kine, and Joey. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at The Binge Pod UK. Bye.